Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself. Because he had success on the football field, he believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. Here's Jimmy Kimmel Monday night on his show. Obviously, he was ticked off after Aaron Rodgers insinuated that he might be on the Epstein list. Therein insinuating that he might be a pedophile. So he went off in his monologue for about six or seven minutes, Mm -hmm. just ripping into Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers responded on the Pat McAfee show, which is where he originally made the comments about Kimmel. This is what Aaron said yesterday. Unprompted, he comes out and says that I'm an overly concussed wacko. In my opinion, it seemed like because I believe that there was a list and that there were names on that. We fast forward to this last week. I'm quoting myself here. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't come out. End quote. I totally understand how serious an allegation of pedophilia would be. I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero concrete evidence. That's ridiculous. So Roger's saying, I never said you were a pedophile. I never insinuated you took it the wrong way. He insinuated, he, technically he never said, did he insinuate? Probably. Probably. But it's like, he, technically I don't think he could be charged with anything, or like sued or anything. Yeah, he didn't say, he Kimmel said, said he was, he was going to get his lawyers on it yeah. and possibly sue Aaron Rodgers. But the way he said it was, there are a lot of people who don't want this list to come out including Jimmy Kimmel. Well, so you could I, I, you could want the list to not come out and not be on it. I guarantee that Aaron Rodgers had his lawyers uh, a little sit down with his lawyers before he made his rebuttal on McAfee's show yesterday. Um, he seemed he seemed a lot calmer uh, about the whole situation than Kimmel who is clearly as anyone would be. He's angry that Somebody would throw that in his direction. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate. Someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, he put on a magic helmet and that G made him a genius. It's- Aaron Rodgers had a comeback for that statement. I'm glad that Jimmy is not on the list. I really am. I don't think uh, he's the P word. It's impressive that a man who went to uh, Arizona State and has 10 joke writers can read off a prompter. So, you know, my education at JUCO and my three semesters at Cal that I'm very proud of has worked out for me, and I'm glad to see it's worked out for him as well. So I wish him the best. Again, I don't give a what he says about me. But as long as he understands what I actually said, that I'm not accusing him of being on a list, then I'm all for moving forward. At least he didn't apologize, but at least he said he doesn't think Jimmy's a pedophile. Or sorry, a p word. Yeah, yeah, the p you, word. You can say the word pedophile. You just shouldn't go around accusing people without any basis of being yeah. pedophiles. Or if you do, you're going to get clapped back. Yeah, you should expect them to defend themselves. Now, will Jimmy respond to this, or is it time we move on? Because I'll tell you, this is the best advertising Pat McAfee's ever had. I know he's blowing up <laughs> oh, and yeah. has been for the last few years, but like for. Both his show and Kim Mills show, this has been good good for ratings, I bet. Yeah. Seriously. Like, tune in. Now what are they gonna say? Cause like I if I was Jimmy Kimmel, you kinda have to address it because that's what people want to see. But I, I I would like him to move on because it is kind of petty. Well, Rogers has said he's ready to move on, so maybe Kimmel just needs to acknowledge it and say, you know what, I'm ready to move on as well. 
He'll definitely say something tonight. I'd be or shocked if he didn't. He needs to say Aaron Rodgers is an idiot again. Or a pedophile. Let's go back. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is on oh, the Oh, really? I hop aboard me, mateys. We're about to set sail to Thrupple Island. <laughs> if you were given the chance at non-monogamy in paradise, what would you do? Hmm. Four curious couples will be given the unique opportunity to turn that fantasy into a reality. I've never been on a date with three people. It's kind of like our first time dating as a couple. We make a good team. Let's go. We would like to invite... With a bed big enough for three. I'm tapped out. Last night was just like... (laughs) New trailer dropped yesterday. Couple to Thruple is the name of a new reality show that is going to be on the Peacock Network. Dating show. Couples decide whether or not to add a third member to their relationship. Um, three times the fun, the feelings, and the drama is the tagline. Yeah, definitely three times the drama, for sure. This, I mean, I'm sure polyamorous and Thruples has been going on for centuries. Yeah, yeah. But in the last few years it certainly popped off because I've I've had two friends I would say who have been in an open or polyamorous relationship. How did it work out for both them? Both of them divorced. <laughs> they got a thrivorce? What? <laughs> <laughs> one trivorce? Trivorce, one separated, one's fully divorced. But I mean, it's like I feel like that mentality is a one foot out the door mentality. When you're inviting somebody else into the relationship, something bad is going on in that relationship. In my opinion, there may be a maybe. Few, there may be maybe mostly. There might be exceptions with people who can make it work. It could take a lot of effort, or maybe it take, doesn't take that much effort. But people are different. And let's not judge until we see couple to thruple here, Jim. I want to know uh, what what is going through the heads of these uh, these people. Yeah, so like a pair, if you you take your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife uh, to the island, and then I guess you go on dates and you get to choose who you want to add as the third into your uh, your circle. I'm intrigued to see how this works out sexuality-wise. Is it going to be a man who joins a relationship? A woman? Do they get to choose? Is it both? Before you apply for the show, (laughs) that is a very important conversation to have (laughs) with your partner. You show up and it's like, okay, Jim, who would you like to add to the relationship? I'll take uh, Stacy and Sarah. Gary. <laughs> oh, not <laughs> Gary. He's seven foot three hundred. <laughs> yeah, you need to know uh, what configuration, yeah. I guess you'll say, you're after before you, you hit the island. They might be that open-minded. There may be a lot of experimentation. I think reality dating, reality, reality TV show dating hasn't really worked out in the past. And again, Taz, I know you want to say most, maybe, but like there has been a couple of relationships on Bachelor yeah. that have stood the test of time. Yeah, we're, but, talk, we're talking about between two people, yes. it, it rarely works out for the long haul. Yeah, and like that's like 5% of those Let alone now you're, you're trying to get three people to commit mm-hmm. to each other for an extended period of time, which which might be difficult. Couple to Thruple, February 8th, just in time for Thralentine's Day. <laughs> this show is going to debut on Peacock. We're talking about this new reality show, Couple to Thruple, which is coming to the Peacock Network. Uh, couples go to a resort or an island, and they have to decide uh, which 
person they want to add to their relationship to make it a threesome. And Jim is skeptical whether or not that, that can work in the long term. So we've opened up the phones, and we got a guy who's surprised that he actually got through. Go ahead. Phone lines aren't stuffed with people telling you how good three-way relationships are. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> are you in or have you been no, in a throuple? No, I gave it a couple minutes. But anyhow, same thing as Jim or I. We had relatives up in upstate New York. The dude thought it'd be cool to have a three-way relationship his wife ended up leaving leaving him for the lady and uh yeah they had two kids as well like before the, the relationship you're definitely so. playing with fire yeah and i always feel like that fire. wife knows that she wants out and this is just an easy way to make it happen because it's kind of his fault at the same time wouldn't you rather get that little menage a trois check mark done as opposed to her just leaving you for a woman at least you get that experience you go out with a bag way. you go out with I two bags technically yeah you gotta be really secure with yourself to make a, a couple to thruple experience work <laughs> where do you want to go for vacation honey thruple island <laughs> What? Couple to thruple, new reality show. Couples uh, pick a third person to add to their relationship. Jim is skeptical that that can work, but we've got a message here from a Taz and Jim listener who's in a polyamorous relationship. Hey, Taz and Jim. My girlfriend and I are poly. There is a huge level of trust there. Tons of ground rules before we even started. We've been together for four years now. Um... And I, I did respond. I said, thanks for the text. I hope it works out for you guys, truly. I'm hoping that people can make relationship work so no, no matter what. And more power to you. I just haven't seen them work. Not for me. However, kind of interested to watch this television show. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it could be a, a train wreck. Or maybe it'll open our eyes to the possibilities <laughs> of three-way love, Jim. You never know. Just like how Bachelor and Bachelorette made us realize the sanctity of marriage was alive and well. <laughs> it is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. Happy birthday to one of the most unique voices in Canadian music. From Crash Test Dummies, lead singer Brad Roberts is turning 60. Once there was this kid who Got into an accident and caught it come to school, but we're big fan of Brad's voice, man. Always have been. Dummies. I went on a big renaissance with them a few years ago, and I got deep into. Well, they played Crash Rock the Dummies. Park in London. Remember, we yeah. showed up early to see them perform. They were awesome. And he's still the best part about having a deep voice like this. It always maintains. It's true, it's like Leonard Cohen. You know, yeah, the high voices you lose sometimes. Robert Plant. Yeah, yikes. So we, we, years ago, were inspired by Brad, and this is something that Jim and I do if we're out having a couple of beers to make each other laugh. <laughs> and we've always talked about doing it on the show, but we just, I don't know, I'm kind of nervous that no one else will think it's funny. So I think we, uh, we've been too shy to try it. <laughs> Sure, right? It's simple, but it's 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 good because it's fun and it's also informative. This it idea. is absolutely. Um, so we do this thing. It's called the news, where we tell a news story to each other um, in the style of grass test dummies, and it has to be 
complete improv. You can't write down lyrics or anything. You got to do it off the top of your head. Because when you screw up, it's even funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, we figured it's Brad's birthday. Let's give it a shot here. If this works, maybe it'll become a regular feature <laughs> on the Taz and Jim show. Mm-mm-mm, the news. We'll each do a story. You want to go first, okay. Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't. I don't know what story you're going to make me do here. So we're just going to throw a story at the other person. They Something have to improvise that people it. have been talking about yeah. for the past few days. So why don't you start by doing the Alaskan Airlines flight, the okay. Boeing plane that the, the the door plug blew out and mm-hmm. they sucked all the the belongings from the passengers out of the plane. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Once there was this guy who got an airplane ticket and wanted some leg room. He sat by the emergency door, heard a whistling, and then blew off the airplane. It sucked out his iPhone, fell 16,000 feet, and was still working. Okay. (laughs) That's the story. Yeah, you summed it up nicely there. It's hard to follow along the track. Yeah. Well, the, the more we do it, the, the easier it'll yeah. become, right? We're doing it acapella after beers. Okay. Uh, you want me to do what yeah, story? Yeah. Okay. Um, do the do the Parks Canada where they where they're warning people don't let moose lick the salt off your car, or it'll lead to more moose accidents on the highway. The story we were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moose, they have big antlers, and they like to lick the salt out of your wheel wells, but you should not let them, or you might get decapitated by their antlers. If they crash through your windshield, it's gonna be a bad day. <laughs> Brad Roberts makes it sound so easy. He tells a simple story, it's so compelling. We got we gotta get deeper. I feel like we weren't <laughs> We were right. deeper. Now we'll 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 yep. workshop it here, we'll practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, perhaps we'll mm-mm-mm the news again in the future. Happy birthday. 60 years old, singer of the Crash Test Dummies, Brad Roberts, celebrating today. Jim, you know I was uh, an early adapter to buying and selling online. I love oh, yeah. my eBay back in the day. Yeah. I, I got into Kijiji on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. And I actually coined a phrase when you get ripped off. Buying stuff online or selling stuff yeah. online. What was it again? Kijijied. Kijijied. Yeah, I got Kijijied. Yeah, yeah. Because people they they quickly started using it as a platform to scam other people. Yeah, totally. And then Facebook Marketplace came around. Same thing. Uh, people are using it to bilk others out of money. And there's a couple of two men in London, Ontario, are warning others to be careful taking cash when you're doing mm. online transactions or, or selling and buying 
because uh, they sold items. One guy, Robert, sold a PlayStation 5, and a guy showed up with 10 crisp $100 bills. However, when he took them to the bank, found out those aren't real $100 bills. Counterfeit cash. A little too crisp. Uh, it went to the police. Unfortunately, there's not much the police can do at that point. So, Dude, you just got to. Honestly, I don't like the ring doorbell cams necessarily, but to have one in that situation is money, especially if you get his license plate. Film the entire transaction. Yeah, or meet at the neutral place. At the, there's always those places that have cameras. Like A lot of times they're uh, a Kijiji um, approved spot. A lot of times it's near a police station or something like that, so that if the guy is sketchy, he won't show up to that area if you suggest it. You can always go online as well and look for uh, signs that money is counterfeit. You'll find lists that, like a checklist. Yeah. Before, so you know so what funny to googling look for. that is he's like in your doorway before I accept this, <laughs> before I hand over or you a PS5. Get the ultraviolet light out, you know? Yeah, like they have at Subway or whatever. You scan that thing. Yeah. <laughs> the question, the the moral dilemma I'd have: Do you turn the money in? Do you report it to the cops, or you, do you just try to? Spend it and plead ignorance. You try to pay it forward. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's just asking for a karmic kick in the butt. Right. But and, be tempting. And, and and you never know. They could get the money back. If this guy does it again to somebody else, he could get busted. And in that moment, you could get your PlayStation back. But I doubt it. I'm sure there's a lot of Taz and Jim listeners that have nightmare stories about buying and selling on Kijiji and Marketplace. And Jennifer, you, you had a an odd one. Well, this is just kind of a weird one. We had sold um, just a regular bedroom door that we had bought for some home renovations, and it wasn't the right size. So a guy arranged the meetup, drove all the way from Oshawa to our house, and pulls up in his van and says, I hope you don't mind. I just need to do some things before I buy the door. So we said, okay, sure. He gets out a Geiger meter and starts checking our property, like, out front of our house. For radiation and then he said oh the readings are really high in this neighborhood you guys need to call and he gave us a list of all these people we need to call to have our neighborhood scanned and then handed us the forty dollars for the door stuffed it in his van and off he went and it was really unsettling. So he didn't he, I thought he was going to try and use the yeah. radiation to get a deal. Hey, a lot of radiation yeah. around here. I'll give you 25. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bit of an irradiated policy. <laughs> Anyways, that was our weird encounter with a character with a Geiger meter. Yeah, That's but funny. the money was real. That's all that matters in the end, right? It is for sure. Let's take a look at sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy. Close game for the Raptors last night, but was it really? Uh, the coach of the team doesn't think it should have been. Darko is an angry, angry man for the Toronto Raptors uh, this morning. He went on a huge tirade last night. Outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in the, in the fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. 
132-131 was the final score for the Lakers last night. However, it may not have been that close had the Raptors gotten a bit of a better shake from the refereeing. So he was upset about all the, the calls that the Lakers got that the Raptors didn't. The Lakers in the final quarter of the game went to the line 23 times. The Raptors twice. For free throws. Yes. So for the entire game, the Raptors went to the line 13 times. So you could even take the final, the entire game, the Raptors didn't get as much as the Lakers in the final quarter of the game. And so when you look at how they, you know, were going to the net, he was talking about Scotty Barnes and how Scotty Barnes would go to the net and get knocked down, but he didn't flop. So he's kind of insinuating the Lakers are flopping a little bit here. Yeah. I think he's got a beef, though, when you have such a huge disparity between one team and the other, like something's got to happen with officiating, not just in the NBA, but all sports where I feel like we're having more and more conversations where referees are just... The affecting the outcome affecting of the game. Affecting the outcome of the game and in the, the worst NBA possible way. And the NBA is notoriously one of the sports that referees can impact the outcome easiest. And they're, they're busted often... There, uh, NBA refs are often busted gambling. There's, they are. Been, there's yeah. been a number of high profile stories where the refs have been involved, not necessarily gambling themselves, but manipulating the game. Tell it a friend or two. Hey, psst. Yeah. You may want to bet on this team tonight. Telling a friend or two, there was a referee last year who uh, retired abruptly after his burner account was exposed because <laughs> he would be going on and defending himself with his alter ego because he wasn't upset about the way people were talking about him online for the bad calls that he was making. So this, to me, is always all going towards we need to have like more eyes in the sky, like... I don't want to have more referees making these calls. Have someone who's not in the emotion of the game but can see everything make the call because increasingly we see these referees in all sports, umpires too, who just let their emotions get the better of them. So Darko flips out about this. What's the ramifications for him? Is he going to get fined? Oh, he's going to get fined. Like, he was pounding the table. Yeah. I mean, you, you heard it. The mean, NBA doesn't like accusations that their refs are crooked. No. Uh, so I would expect, I mean, this could be like a six-figure fine. I mean, this could be huge. Like, he went off uh, on the on the refs. So I would say he is going to get fined, but maybe it could help the Raptors because now these referees who we were just talking about how they're, you know, they get into the emotion of it all, could look at the Raptors and say, well, I don't want to be looking I don't as want though, Darko to yell at me. I don't want Darko. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to appear like I'm against the Raptors. And so maybe they'll start to get some calls. Over the game, they got 36 free throws, 23 free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? It's a complete crap. Speaking of things, falling from the sky... And that uh, plug, they're calling it, is like the emergency door plug that got sucked out of the uh, the side of the Boeing aircraft. Yeah, a hole the size of a, a big fridge, basically, is how they're describing it. Alaska Airline Flight 1282, last Friday, they were up in the air, passenger plane, <laughs> this hole opened up. Uh, we were talking yesterday about the guy's iPhone got sucked out of his hand, mm -hmm. survived the fall 16,000 feet to the ground, which is pretty amazing. Still worked. Screen mm -hmm. wasn't even cracked. Um, but another person had something sucked right out of the plane. 
a teenager had his shirt ripped right off. <laughs> what? That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. So I'm, I'm I'm picturing it as a button up. That was the only, that's the only thing that would make sense if it if it, if it, if he Hulk Hogan a full T-shirt and it ripped <laughs> off him. That's wild. I'm assuming it had to be Without, a button up. Even Hulk Hogan needed the little slits cut in the back of his T-shirt <laughs> yeah, to true. to make that happen. Yeah, I think he cut the neck out too. That's the hardest part to get through. It must have been a button down shirt. Yeah, yeah, and he must have been close to that hole. But I saw a video of somebody on the plane who actively took video while it was still in the air. Like, luckily, it was only 20 minutes after the flight got off the ground. If it was any higher, that pressure would have been. 10 times worse. They all did have the, the masks on. Scary. But I saw that video as well, and I thought, that's a pretty nice view. It it's was like, kind of, it's a big window. It's like driving in a convertible. <laughs> you know? The moonroof. You get to see the stars in the sky. Yeah. The, the northern lights, possibly. Truly. You're in Alaska. But I expected the wind to be whipping around in there a lot more, and like people's hair being rustled, but it, it, was, it wasn't that bad. It would be scary. So the, the guy whose shirt got ripped off, he was a uh, 15-year-old kid, and a woman ended up taking a selfie with him. He moved because he was sitting apparently pretty close to the hole, and he quickly like dove into an empty seat next to another passenger, and this is that passenger telling the story. Somebody had jumped over me to sit down in that empty seat, and I just thought, where did you come from? Like, why are you? I didn't know what was going on, and all of a sudden, somebody new was sitting next to me, and he didn't have a shirt on. It was just like one of those two hands down, like both both feet over. He, was just, he just plopped down next to me and grabbed the mask right away, and I was looking around. I'm like, where did you come from, and why do you not have a shirt on? I didn't understand. He said, let's take a selfie. <laughs> like, as a mom, I was not thinking of it as a selfie moment. Moment. But as a 15-year-old, you probably, I just realized that it was his perspective. He had just gone through something unbelievable was the word he used. Yeah, humanity. Huh? First thing you do. Let's take a selfie. Take a selfie. I wonder if there was anybody on that flight who took like a sleeping pill before it took off, put on the eye mask, <laughs> woke up when the plane landed, thought they were at their destination, missed the whole thing. Yeah. I wonder if any, anyone looked around once they saw the one guy's shirt ripped off, looked around. You know, kind of pervertedly to see if anyone else's shirt ripped Oh, anybody off. attractive? Hey, what do we got? <laughs> <laughs> Whose nipples can I see? <laughs> this has always confused me a bit. If somebody attacks you with a baseball bat and you're able to wrestle the bat away, you'd think it's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 100%. This is a story from globalnews.ca. Peterborough store clerk charged after hitting robbery suspect in head with baseball bat. This is from the Peterborough Police Service. 2.30 a.m. January 5th, officers responded to a robbery reported in Peterborough. They learned the clerk was helping a customer when a man entered the store with a baseball bat demanding money. Quote, a struggle ensued. The clerk was hit with the bat before he was able to grab the bat away from the suspect. So this guy was actually assaulted by somebody with a baseball bat. Suspect fled out of the store. I guess this is the problem. (laughs) The guy was running away, and the the guy caught up to him. It sounds like police say the clerk followed the man outside, hit him several times with the baseball bat on the nearby sidewalk. The... The guy who originally went in there with the bat to rob the place is currently in a hospital with head injuries. Don't feel bad for him. The clerk was treated at the scene by paramedics. 37-year-old man charged with robbery, assault, and weapon (laughs) possession. 
But the police also arrested and charged a 22-year-old clerk from Peterborough with aggravated assault. Absolutely insane. Now, I understand chasing a guy and beating him down when he's defenseless is not a good look. But if that guy comes into your place first and hits you first... That's self-defense. I don't care. The adrenaline's pumping. Yes, and you don't know if that guy's going to run away and then come back with a gun and, or a knife because like, to get revenge. like You have to put that guy out of commission until the cops come, Yeah, in I, my opinion. I guess the head is a no-go. I, that's why I always say break the knees. If I find a guy <laughs> stealing my catalytic converter, his knees are gone. I tell you that. <laughs> you see his legs sticking out yeah. from under your car, Jim? You're I'm, just getting push more. I'm getting the push more, lighten it up. No more feet. <laughs> Uh, I, I'd say this uh, this robber is lucky he didn't try this in the United States. A hundred percent. Don't bring right? a bat to a gunfight. There's no question that uh, that uh, it would have ended a little differently down there. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy because, like, even just in Stratford, Ontario, the other day, people ran into the mall, smashed a bunch of stuff right. at the people's jewelry. I think it was a people's jewelry store, and ran out of there. It just happens. People are brazen robbing from stores these days and i like that people are fighting back it's everyone's favorite game about hiding things where'd they hide it and our contestant is rob hi rob hi how's it going good this is how the game works we've got three different stories about people hiding things and we give you multiple choices options as to where they have hidden them if you get two out of three right you're going to win a great prize which is tickets for the big jackpot gold ball tonight, Lotto 649. If you identify the Daily Dumper, <laughs> which is the story about somebody hiding an item in their rear end area, okay, um, then you'll get the bonus prize, Jim. Yes, Toronto International Boat Show tickets. Okay. You, yep. Now, if you think a story is the Daily Dumper, you have to yell out, Daily Dumper! <laughs> Before we give you the multiple choice options. Okay. Got it? Yep. First story. Last month, a woman was apprehended at an airport in Mumbai after it was found she was trying to move $1.4 million worth of cocaine. Where'd they hide it? Was the cocaine hidden in her bra, under her wig, or in her pantyhose? Bra, wig, pantyhose. I'm going to say in her bra. I am sorry, no. Tell me it was the wig. It was the wig. That makes it a powdered wig, baby. <laughs> it was wow. a powdered wig. I was going to go with, now that's what I call a coke head. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine how big her hair must have looked. Oh, $1.4 million dollars worth of cocaine. A lot of cocaine. <laughs> must have been a beehive. <laughs> Marge Simpson walking <laughs> through the airport. Okay, next story here. Two men from India have been sentenced to a total of 34 years imprisonment in Britain after they were found guilty of smuggling 273 kilos of cocaine and 2,503 kilos of cannabis in farm produce shipments from Africa and South America. Where'd they hide it? We know it was farm produce. Was it oranges, soybeans, or pomegranates? I'm going to say oranges. Yes. Nicely done. Got it. Still alive. And this is the last one. I think you know uh, where we're going here. 
Police in Florida arrested a 35-year-old man named Andrew Croswell who was involved in a hit-and-run crash last week. And while they were arresting Andrew, they suspect... Uh, suspected he was in possession of some drugs. Eventually, they got him to admit that he was hiding a small amount of meth. Daily Dumper. It is the Daily Dumper. You have won both prizes. And this is a where they hide it treat. We've got the body cam footage, the audio of the officers figuring out that uh, this was our daily did, dumper. Did you say figuring out or fingering out? Because <laughs> how graphic is this audio? <laughs> Let's listen. Is there anything on you, dude? Use your words. Here's the thing, too. You didn't give it a, a quick no. That means you have something. You just don't want to say it. We're going to find it. So you just help us out and just tell, where it's, tell us where it's at. Is it in or between the cheeks? Between the cheeks. Okay. What kind of underwear are you wearing? So you'll be able to kind of like jiggle it out down your life for us. Can you pick your butt with your hand? Hey, if we take him to jail, he admitted to having it. We'll let them know that he's got booty dope. The booty dope! Will that be fine? <laughs> First time I've heard that phrase. We may have to change the name of it from Daily Dumper to Booty Dope. 